welcome to the Planetary Makeover Show. My name is Mark Spilker. I work closely with David Minot II, the host, and Francis Oman, the producer of Planetary Makeover. In this episode, we present a hopeful message from Maitreya the Christ. We invite you to participate, experience, and explore some key spiritual questions such as, who is the Christ? Who is Maitreya the Christ? Who, what is our relationship with him? How can we experience the Christ? Is Maitreya here now? Where is he? Why is he here? What are his messages for humanity? Could the essential spiritual teachings and practices be simpler than we think? How can we help others and our planet? Who are we? Why are we here? What is our purpose? We present this information for your consideration. If it resonates with you even just a little, that is good. We do not ask you to accept it. So who is Maitreya? In today's presentation, we will play a recording of Maitreya, who is the world teacher and the Christ, giving a message through Benjamin Crown. Maitreya is the Christ's personal name and he will remain with humanity for 2,500 years. As Benjamin Cram has explained in the introduction to his first book, The Reappearance of the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom, which was published in 1980, and I am reading it now, quoting, The Christ, the world teacher, is now in the world to inaugurate the new age of synthesis. We are moving into a period of climax, leading to events which will fundamentally alter life as we know it. Tremendous changes are taking place in all departments of life, preparatory to the establishment of entire new modes of social living and relationship based on sharing and cooperation. There is a growing awareness that a new spiritual age is dawning, under the guidance of the spiritual hierarchies of the masters of wisdom. They are men who have gone ahead of us in evolution, who have perfected themselves, whose energy and ideas have been stimulating factors behind our evolution, and who are beginning to emerge from their ancient retreats to guide us into the Aquarian age. They do not come alone. They are returning to outer work in the world with their head and leader, the world teacher, the one we in the West call the Christ. On July 19, 1977, this one, this one great one, Maitreya the Christ, the Lord of Love himself, entered his point of focus, as it is called. This means Maitreya arrived in London by airplane from Pakistan. He will show humanity the steps which it should take to regenerate itself and to create a civilization based on sharing, cooperation, and goodwill, leading inevitably to world brotherhood. He is divine, having perfected himself and manifested the divine potential in each of us. 
He is a man too and comes as a brother, teacher, and friend to inspire humanity to create for itself a better and happier world. To those who can respond, he will show the way into that state of being in which reality, or God, is an ever-present experience and of which joy and love are the expression. All in all, 140 messages from Maitreya were given from 1977 to 1982 through a telepathic overshadowing of Benjamin Krem in public meetings in London. We are here to present a message of hope. There is a plan unfolding and our help is needed. We have every reason to expect a successful outcome to these challenging times, even though we may see increased divisiveness and chaos around the world. We do not stand alone. There is help of an extraordinary kind. In fact, Maitreya and the masters are here in the everyday world. So you may ask, who is Maitreya? Who are the masters of wisdom? Why are they here now? Maitreya and the masters of wisdom are people like ourselves, but they are further along the path of evolution of consciousness. These elder brothers have trod the path to spiritual liberation and are committed to helping humanity evolve. They are teachers and guides who have been helping humanity from behind the scenes for millennia while living in the high mountains and deserts of the world. In 1977, in response to humanity's cry for help, Maitreya left the Himalayas and took up residence in London. Maitreya and some of the masters of wisdom are now living in the everyday world. Although the wider public is not yet aware of their presence, there are many signs of this emergence. These signs and the details of Maitreya's emergence have been well documented in Share International magazine by Benjamin Krem since 1982. That's over 40 years of publication of Share International magazine. The masters are masters of themselves and Maitreya is one of the first to fully evolve on earth. He is the elder brother of all the masters. He is the source and director of all the energies flowing to humanity. He embodies love for the whole planet and distributes the energy of the true spirit of the Christ. He is also the custodian of the plan for humanity. And yes, there is a plan for humanity. Maitreya embodies love and he directs the energy of love wherever it is needed. And that love, the energies that flow through him, expand people's consciousness. This love can be communicated person to person. It comes through the heart. And this love energy literally holds the world together. It is an energy of consciousness. All of the masters work with spiritual energies and distribute them under Maitreya's guidance. The energies come in varying, varying blends from the sun, from cosmic sources, from other planets in our solar system, and from certain constellations. When we absorb these spiritual energies, they expand our consciousness, and ultimately, this expansion of consciousness will lead to the spiritual liberation of humanity. Love will bring people together in unity, 
and we will come to recognize all of humanity is our family. Love indeed makes the world go round. You may wonder whether the masters will solve the problems of the world. Let me read you a short quote that makes clear that improving the world is up to us. The Christ has not come to change the world. He has come to show us how to change the world. He is here to galvanize us, to inspire us, to guide us, to evoke from us what is already within. But he is not going to do the work. We have got to do it ourselves. So it is up to us. It is only natural then to ask, how can we help? Are we ready to do the work? Are we willing to help change the world? Now we are going to play a short recording by Benjamin Krem. It introduces Benjamin Krem's audio recording of message number 100 of a total of 140. And after this introduction, we will play Maitreya speaking through Krem while Krem is fully conscious and the connection is mental telepathy. This is not the same as channeling or possession of the body while the channeler is in a trance, which is usually astral or emotional. Note the difference in the sound of the voice in the first recording versus the second. In the second recording, Maitreya is enhancing and energizing Krem's normal voice. On July 19th, 1977, the world teacher, the Christ Maitreya, head of the spiritual hierarchy, emerged from his ancient retreat and is now in the modern world. With his disciples, the masters of the wisdom, he will inaugurate the new age of synthesis and brotherhood. The following messages were given by him to public audiences at Friends House, Euston Road, London, during lectures by Benjamin Krem. The method used is mental overshadowing and the telepathic rapport which is thus set up. This is in line with the concern of the Christ to make known at the earliest possible moment his presence in the world. Message number 100, March the 19th, 1980. My dear friends, I am happy to be with you at this centenary as you might call it. My friends, I am near you Indeed, I see around you your aspiration and love, your hope and desire for a better world. Believe me, my friends, 
all these will be fulfilled. That new world is now in the making, is formed in thought and desire and slowly descends. Therefore, my brothers, know no fear. I am among you in many ways. I present myself to the world in many facets. I galvanize all forms to change. I stimulate all souls to growth. I am with you and in you. I am the heart of your life. I seek to place before you the laws which are God. I aim to evoke from you the love of your heart. I am Prince of Peace. I am the Sword Bearer. I am in your hearts as love. I am your friend and guide. I am the lawgiver. I know God's purpose. I teach His plan. I long to serve. I greet 
the new day. I bring joy. I awaken the new spirit in man. I come prepared for my task. I call you as helpers. I take you by the hand to the source. I shall live among you. My teaching goes forth. The new day beckons. The real takes root. Time of God has come. My way beckons all men. My travel will not be in vain. My justice shall be done. My army shall triumph. By pure love, men will achieve by great deeds man will conquer by mighty steps man will advance into the future By my help, all shall be achieved. My name is oneness. My love abideth. My law creates. My teaching shall turn all men to God.
my masters stand ready. The day is at hand. The prophecies of old are being fulfilled. The dark tremble. The law shall be upheld. The name of God is love. I am his messenger. Please receive the blessing. May the divine light and love and power of the one most holy God be now manifest within your hearts and minds. May this manifestation lead you quickly to see yourselves as units of God. The messages from Maitreya are often played or said aloud before the meditation. The messages can also be used for reflection and contemplation. Some people like to reflect on one message each day. To give you an example of a reflection on the message, I will explain what some of the sentences or stanzas in message number 100 mean to me. As you have had different experiences and backgrounds, you may have different understandings of them. In my experience of reading the messages, although they convey multiple levels of meaning, they're not easily misinterpreted or misunderstood. Number 100 was selected for this talk because it summarizes the first 99 messages. We have broken message number 100 into stanzas for this talk. If we look at the first stanza, my dear friends, it starts out, I am happy to be with you at the centenary, as you might call it. We will notice that we are not just friends of Maitreya, we are dear friends. In the last line of message number 100, and let me read that, may this manifestation lead you quickly to see yourself, selves as units of God, we can know that we are a part of God. We have divine potential. Moving on to the second stanza, my friends, I am near you indeed. 
I see around you your aspirations and love, your hope and desire for a better world. Believe me, my friends, all these will be fulfilled. So that means to me, trust me, I'm your friend. What will be fulfilled? Well, our aspiration and love, our hope and desire. This is a promise from the Christ. Moving on, that new world is now in the making, is formed in thought and desire and slowly descends. To me, that means the new world is in process. It's not done yet. The world is slowly manifesting. This is a promise of Maitreya. Therefore, my brothers, know no fear. So Maitreya is not just a friend, but our elder brother. He reassures us. Moving on to stanza four, I am with you and in you. Maitreya is close to us, very close. His energy of love, the true energy of the Christ, is literally within us. I am the heart of your life. Maitreya embodies love, which is associated with the heart. We can say he resides within our hearts. And farther down below, I am in your hearts as love. Where is Maitreya? He is in our hearts. I am your friend and guide. So Maitreya is not just a friend and brother, he is a guide. In the eighth stanza, I come prepared for my task. I call you as helpers. Maitreya is calling for our help. We can help the Christ. I take you by the hand to the source. Maitreya will guide us. Maitreya will help us return to the source, and he will not just guide us there. He will take us by the hand. Further down, I shall live among you. Maitreya is living among us. He is in London. My teacher goes forth. Maitreya's role is that of a teacher. He is the world teacher. A couple more stanzas down. By pure love, man will achieve, confirms the power of love. By my help, all shall be achieved. This is a promise of the masters to help, bringing to fruition the good of God. Many would agree that God is good and he is infinitely loving. A couple more stanzas down. The name of God is love. Well, a name is distinctive. My name is Mark. Your name may be Mary. If pronounced, it creates a sound, which is a vibration. Sound through a plate with sand creates patterns, and sound forms three-dimensional shapes. This is called the science of cymatics. Does this mean a distinctive quality of God, the name of God? A distinctive vibration or shape? Love is a quality of God. Om is thought of as a name of God. I am his messenger. If Maitreya is God's messenger, then he works for him. He is close to him. He represents him. This is spoken so softly 
that it can hardly be heard on the recording, please receive the blessing of the Christ. Note that this is in Krem's voice. This is expressed so politely, please receive. We have a choice to receive or not. Our free will is not interfered with by the masters. May this manifestation lead you quickly to see yourself as units of God. Again, we are part of God, we have divine potential. Let's move on to a demonstration of transmission meditation. Would you like to know how you can help humanity? Would you like to help? One way is through transmission meditation. We have been talking about the spiritual hierarchy of masters and the transformative energies they send into the world. Energies are coming all down all the time, continuously. That is how progress is made. But the masters are operating at such a high, high level that most of the energy they send down cannot be directly absorbed by humanity. Instead, the energies bounce off. So here is one way you can help. You can become personally engaged in this process through the technique of transmission meditation. In this meditation, you can help speed up the process by stepping down these energies to a lower level of consciousness where they can be absorbed, utilized, and produce effects. How does transmission meditation work? Transmission meditation is not a personal meditation. It is a group meditation involving at least three people. You invoke and receive energies through your energy centers called the chakras. These energies are then stepped down as they flow through you. As this occurs, your chakras are charged, activated, and heightened in their activity. Over time, a connection is built between the brain and your soul. So transmission is a way to help the masters of wisdom and to serve the world. And also, it is a highly effective means of personal spiritual development. If you are interested, here are some details. Three is the minimum number of meditators, but the more who join, the better. The meditators are connected by triangles and much larger amounts of spiritual energy can flow through when many triangles are formed between the participants. These spiritual energies are not directed by the meditators. The masters know where to send the energies. Transmission meditation is safe, scientific, non-denominational, and will not interfere with any other religious or spiritual practice. In fact, it will just enhance them. So it's for the religious and non-religious alike. The masters know how much spiritual energy each meditator can handle. To find out more about transmission meditation and how to connect with other meditators through Sierra International, Please stay on for the ending credits. Now, let's begin the transmission meditation. We will meditate for just a couple minutes, and you can continue it yourself for as long as you may wish afterwards. We just sit comfortably in our chairs. No special yoga pose is required. Relax physically and mentally, and if you can, emotionally, taking a minute or two to do that. 
Think on silently and inwardly and hold the attention on the ajna center between the eyebrows. The ajna center is the center of the will and a controller for the chakras. If the attention drops from the ajna center, just think OM and the attention will return to the ajna center automatically. Let's say the great invocation together and then close the eyes for the meditation. The great invocation. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. To find a transmission meditation group near you, please visit 
transmissionmeditation.org or shareinternational.us. The Benjamin Cram book, Transmission, a Meditation for the New Age, is available for free download at share-ecart.com. Please stay tuned for more information about Maitreya and his mission as we explore his priority of sharing and present two facts about Maitreya in an earlier podcast. Hello, everyone. It's your host, David Minot, who's playing a dual role today, both host and guest. Six years ago, I was interviewed by podcaster and student of the Ageless Wisdom Teaching, Silito Pasquale, on the show that we worked on entitled Share on the Air Radio. There are many things we discussed, and a few of them I'd like to talk about a little bit more in depth because I don't think I gave enough information the first time around. One of those is the principle of overshadowing. We talk about in this show how Maitreya, the world teacher, overshadowed his student, his disciple, Jesus, 2,000 years ago. Now, many people today, Christians in particular, view Jesus as the Christ and haven't even heard of Maitreya. But in the Ageless Wisdom teaching, it's Maitreya who was in the role of the Christ and Jesus was his student or disciple. From the hierarchy's perspective, the Christ is an office, it's a title, it's a position, not so much a name or a person. And when this occurs, when a master of wisdom overshadows a student or a disciple, this is done on the mental and spiritual planes, not on the astral plane, as occurs in what we often hear about today, which is called channeling. Since the information in most channeling originates from the astral plane, it is subject to distortion and misinformation. But in overshadowing, that problem is eliminated. And the information is true, simple, and to the point. Also mentioned in this show, connected to that very subject, is the move from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. We hold that Jesus inaugurated the age of Pisces over 2,000 years ago. And as you probably know, Pisces is symbolized by the fish, the two fish swimming in opposite directions. And thus, Jesus was known as a fisher of men. Many Christians have that image of the fish in the form of a bumper sticker on their car, perhaps not fully realizing that they have an astrological symbol pasted on their vehicle. 
Now, what does this mean, one age to the other? Well, in the age of Pisces, humanity learned about and developed individuality, devotion, and idealism. And now, 2,000 years later, having fully integrated those concepts, we're coming into the age of Aquarius. What this all means is that the planet is oriented towards each of the constellations in turn for approximately 2,000 years each. And now, as we're coming into alignment with the constellation of Aquarius, those lessons that humanity is learning are changing to things like synthesis, brotherhood, trust, sharing, and love. And you can see that influence today all around the world with the energies of Pisces going out and the energies of Aquarius coming in. There are a record number of protests and all manner of progressive movements throughout the world. This includes the rising role of the youth. Look at all the young people involved in all of these demonstrations and new movements. And the lights of Aquarius, so to speak, illuminating all the corruption and the competition, exposing it all for the world to see for what it really is. And not only that, but it's shining the light into our own psyche, into our own minds, and illuminating all the dark corners, things that we have been in denial about or have hidden from ourselves or have not healed. Now it's the time for openness, truth, justice, and healing. And in alignment with that is the central principle of sharing. Now, this we went into in the broadcast, but I'd like to mention a little bit more about it. It's one of the central thrusts of the Masters of Wisdoms and of Maitreya's teachings today. He says, sharing is divine. And when you share, you recognize God in your brethren. Now, people are wondering, how could this possibly be in the world such as it is today, in such chaos and upheaval and so much suffering and greed and competition, as we mentioned? Well, Maitreya has full faith in humanity. He has said before, my heart tells me your answer and is glad, meaning his own intuition has told him that humanity will respond properly. And that must be some relief to him. And so, what form would this sharing take? Well, one thing that has been suggested is that it would be helped along, it would be augmented, it would be helped managed by a department within the United Nations. And everyone, if they chose to become involved would do so voluntarily. All the countries of the world would take into account and would document everything they have in excess 
and then share that voluntarily with countries around the world who need those goods. And this would happen throughout the world. Welcome to our listeners around the world, especially those of you listening in the, in the future, ahead of today. We present thought-provoking views behind the news as it relates to an extraordinary event unfolding in the world this very minute as we speak. And we describe this event from different angles on every show. And today we will be sharing the top 10 mind-blowing facts about the emergence of Maitreya the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. We'll explain what that means. My name is Cielito Pasquale, podcasting from Seattle. I have been paying close attention to this story for nearly 29 years. And uh, with me today, he is artist, activist, and student of the esoteric wisdom teachings who joined us a couple weeks ago talking about transmission meditation, David Minot II. Well, hello, Salito. It's great to be back with you here. I'm glad to have you back. We had some great feedback from our audience who enjoyed hearing you a couple weeks ago. And uh, uh, just love connecting with you. I used to live not far from you in in, uh, Brooklyn, New York. So uh, maybe our audience will hear the rumble of a train near (laughs) your your loft. And uh, we have 10 mind-blowing facts about the emergence of Maitreya the Christ and the Masters. So, so today is uh, it's a little advanced. We will give some background information, but we're going to dive right in. David, are you ready? With counting down from mind-blowing fact number 10. What would that be? Number 10 is the Christ isn't coming back. He never left. Hmm. He never left. Okay, tell us about that. Now, we've got a little explaining to do here because um, we're using some interesting terms. Maitreya the Christ. Maitreya is a Buddhist term and Christ is uh, typically uh, a a term understood by Christians. So um, let's, let's, uh, you start where you want to start, David. (laughs) Well, let's, uh, let's start. Since, since you framed it uh, properly for me, Salito, start with, you know, one of his most famous disciples, and that would be the person who we're celebrating today, Jesus, known pop- popularly as Jesus the Christ. And he was overshadowed by Maitreya. And so Maitreya had a presence there in that after Jesus' death on the cross, as we know, there was the resurrection. And Maitreya was involved in that. I don't know how much you want us to get us into the weeds on that, Salito. Yeah, well, I know we just threw out some information that that's, um, uh, we talk about every week. I don't want to leave any newcomers uh, confused here. Basically, uh, the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom, Maitreya the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom, Jesus being one of those masters, uh, has never left planet Earth. They have guided us behind the scenes. And um, so suffice it to say, and we're going to kind of unfold more, peel back of more of the onion to 
to share this story. Um, suffice it to say that humanity has never been alone, and great elder brothers of humanity have always guided us, um, typically from behind the scenes. So when we say, uh, when we say the Christ isn't coming back, that the Christ never left, um, that's very, that's literally, literally true. Where have, where, where have they been? David? Oh, you, you, you reminded me of something. Um, well, uh, first of all, I would say that Maitreya returned to his ancient retreat in the Himalayas at that time, but in in more in the in the modern era era when people are asking well where has he been Benjamin Krem we know inspired Cher International the artist and esotericist and author who wrote several books on all the- of our information on today's show is sourced from um, any one of Benjamin Krem's uh, eighteen books that's correct and in one of his lectures he had said when someone asked that question Salito that he had not been idle that he'd been working behind the scenes, unknown to most of humanity, helping change the world subtly without interfering with our free will. And if you think of things like the end of apartheid in South Africa, the fall of the Berlin Wall, the dissolution of the Soviet Union without a shot being fired, those would be some examples of his influence. Mm-hmm. Some uh, very, very well-known historic events. And how how can we prove that, David? Well, people like Nelson Mandela were involved and Mikhail Gorbachev. And they may have mentioned in an offhand, subtle sort of way that they did have some, some assistance. They may not have mentioned Maitreya by name, but oftentimes we find that that influence has been mentioned by Ben. Ben had claimed Benjamin Krem. Benjamin Krem, yes, Mr. thank you. Mr. Krem. Mr. Krem had, had told us this in several news releases over the years as these events unfold, unfolded. So, so we're saying, you're saying that, that world leaders have been influenced by Maitreya? Do, were they conscious of Maitreya? Do they know about Maitreya? Yes, we, um, we contend, and of course Benjamin Krem contends that, and Share International does, that the world leaders are aware of Maitreya and the Masters, but I don't think Maitreya wants them to mention them by name just yet because they don't want to be identified with any particular group because they're here for the people. Hmm. Well, okay. So lots of interesting things. I like how you anchored that in what's happening in the world today. So so this is this is really mind-blowing that, uh, you know, there's an anticipation of, of a great teacher returning. You know, all the great religions anticipate the return of a great teacher, not just uh, the Christ. The Jews anticipate the Messiah. Buddhists are awaiting the Maitreya Buddha. Hindus uh, await Krishna. Muslims uh, anticipate the return of the Imam Mahdi. And in point of fact, uh, this this great figure in in our in our understanding, of course, our audience is free to accept or reject um, what we're saying. We're not uh, espousing the truth. We're opening the door for people to investigate. Um, the all these names of great teachers are one and the same, uh, identifying 
one great, great avatar, and that would be Maitreya, whom which, I like to call the eldest brother of humanity. Yes, which would bring us to fact number nine. Fact That's number nine, yes. Humanity has called Maitreya, Maitreya and the masters into the into world. The world. Yes. You know, Tell us more about that. This is <laughs> mind-blowing. Humanity, we have called these great teachers into emergence into the world. It is our doing. They're not just coming out of nowhere saying, hey, guys, get it together. Um, at every period of history, when the need was greatest, when humanity needed stimulus, a teacher of, of extraordinary wisdom uh, has stepped forward to show us the way. And that time is now, that time is happening now. In the past, we've known uh, these teachers by various names, uh, Hercules, Hermes, Mithra, Rama, Vyasa, Krishna, Buddha, and of course the Christ. Um, throughout millennia, teachers have stepped forward to assist us. And so this is not an unusual event. This is a cyclic event. But what is unique is the scale on which these teachers are emerging and are here to inspire and influence us. So uh, back to our extraordinary mind-blowing fact number nine, the fact that humanity has called Maitreya and the Masters into the world, specifically during World War I and World War II. Uh, the despair, the anguish that humanity felt collectively was heard by Maitreya and the Masters. And that itself prompted uh, these great elder brothers to emerge much sooner than was planned. Visit us on Facebook at hashtag Planetary Makeover. This show has been a production of PlanetaryMakeover.org. We invite you to visit Planetary Makeover on YouTube, where we have dozens of fascinating shows in line with what you've just seen. For more background information, visit www.shareinternational-west.org. That's www.shareinternational-west.org. For related books, DVDs, and CDs by Benjamin Krem on the emergence of the world teacher Maitreya, please go to share-ecart.com.